Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. I'm sure you hear about this particular topic a lot. It's definitely something which circulates often, especially amongst busy business owners like you and I, who have a lot on our plate. But surprisingly, despite this, there are very few salon owners that I actually see making a change. And I'm talking about health. When it comes to your health, there are way too many salon owners that push this aside and don't prioritize. Are you guilty? I certainly have been majorly guilty in my past. Skipped lunch breaks, not enough water, bending over backwards over the salon chair or sitting too long at your desk. I've done it. But eventually, these bad habits will catch up with you as they caught up with me. Now, that's why I've invited Ben Warren, clinical nutritionist and founder of the wellness company Be Pure. He's going to join me today and we're going to chat about common mistakes that busy salon owners make when it comes to health, simple hacks to live a healthier life, and why bad health and bad choices could be the barrier to your success. Now, this discovery has been a game changer for me personally, so I know that you will love the session and what Ben has to say in the simple lessons that we share together and sharing my story. Let's dive in and meet Ben. Ben, thank you so much for joining me on the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Very pleased to have you here. Thanks, Larissa. Thanks for having me. So I'm excited about our chat today, but before we start, uh, why don't you start with who are you, what do you do, and how did you get to be doing what you're doing? Cool. Yeah, so I'm Ben Warren. I'm a founder and clinical director of BPO Health. So we are a scientific, holistic sort of natural health company that, that has a number of different branches, actually, as, as a group. So um, how I got to be doing that is, is a, a weird thing. So I never intended to be a nutritionist. I intended actually to be a professional golfer. I'm originally from London and uh, I had a bad back injury as a golfer. And it was actually I was a professional golf coach for a number of years. And it, I went on a course to learn about optimal joint mechanics and the lady just pretty much looked at me and, and started telling me what was wrong with my back. And long story short, she then looked and she said, listen, it looks like it's driven by a food intolerance. looks like it's probably dairy, which I, I was like pretty disbelieving to be honest. I was like, well, how can a food intolerance like dairy give you a bad back? And she started explaining how we have shared nerve innovation from the spinal segments to our organs and so if we get a problem with the food reading in our gut that starts shutting down nerve innovation and can cause back problems and so i i still skeptical so i said well surely there must be a test that you could take so i got a quite an expensive test that has to go to america that looks at your immune responses to foods and lo and behold i came back with a very severe uh, immune response to whey protein which is found in um obviously dairy and so I, I cut out dairy, my back didn't get better straight away, but within about two weeks, the asthma that I've had since I was about six or seven years old, so at this stage, I'm in my late 20s, um, so it's going back to sort of about 20 years, um, my asthma just disappeared within two weeks. And, and I was like, this, this is crazy. How did I not know that the food that I was eating had such a huge impact on how I felt and my experience of life? 
And so it turned off me wanting to hit golf balls and turned on this uh, kind of insatiable desire to understand nutrition and um, biochemistry, human physiology, and, you know, and, and really our experience of life. And so, uh, you know, when I retrained through one of the top health and performance institutes in California, went to a master's degree in, in, in nutrition, and uh, about, where are we, 17, 18 years ago, started, uh, founded BPO Health. And so uh, we, we have a natural health product range. We have probably New Zealand's largest natural health clinic. We have a, another brand which is, does the most advanced hormone testing, at-home hormone testing for, for, for women. That's called Eve, Eve Health. And so, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been, uh, been an incredible journey. Well, this is kind of where our two paths have crossed. Uh, I am a customer of your B, uh, B Pure company. Um, and have had uh, a really transformational journey. And I wanted to bring you on here and talk about that because uh, I can see that I'm not alone in this journey that I've had. Um, and just to touch on that quickly, and then I'm going to let's talk about this, because mm -hmm. um, I think typically as an industry in the hair and beauty industry, when we're business owners, we are wearing three hats. Uh, we're stylists or therapists, we're managers of people, and also we're the CEO. And so we're overworked and overwhelmed. Uh, and what I realized this kind of slightly later part of my life is that actually has a long-term effect when you have high stress sustained over a lot of a long period of time and for me yeah. I always prided myself on being super healthy eating well so I thought um, and really have have had a life free of sickness and illness and and have had a great time <laughs> until I wasn't having a good time <laughs> yeah. and I discovered like you that I have some food intolerance chocolate being one of them Ben it's very unfair. That's, that, that's <laughs> disappointing to hear, I have to admit. <laughs> it's disappointing. But what I've learned in the journey um, of being, you know, intolerant uh, to dairy, intolerant to gluten, chocolate, among other things, mm -hmm. um, is that really it has stemmed back from the sort of uh, high adrenaline, high stress lifestyle. Um, yeah that I've had over the years. And I thought, this is so relevant for you guys listening. This is so relevant for you. You know, we put ourselves uh, out there um, for our clients. We go the extra mile. We build a team and uh, go the extra mile to serve and look after our team. We're mums or fathers or uh, have aging parents. And the last person that gets looked after in all of this is ourselves. And so I really wanted to bring you here, Ben, and talk about that because maybe we can stop and change that a little bit before things start to decline as we, you know, uh, punish ourselves for a little bit too long. Yeah. <laughs> so this is your, your area of expertise. Let's talk a little bit about the impact of stress on health, uh, the digestive system, skin yeah. even. Uh, what's going on? Why yeah, are they connected? Yeah, basically, well, stress is, you know, it activates our autonomic nervous system, which is our fight or flight um, nervous system. And so we have a dualistic system. Um, on one side, we have fight or flight, meaning we're going to run away or fight. Uh, and on the other side, we have digest and repair, rest and repair. And so when one, one system is activated, when stress is up, our digest and repair is down. And so 
you know, and, and the system's really evolved, designed so that we can survive short-term stresses. And, and it works brilliantly, but the trouble is in the modern world, like you say, when, you, when you're essentially wearing three hats in a job or three jobs, <laughs> um, and, and you're in this fight or flight stress response too often, it's, it's, it starts very much shutting down our rest and repair. Um, so we start, you know, that, that, that affects everything. So our body is, is essentially breaking itself down too much and not rebuilding enough. And so, you know, we start perhaps getting joint pains. You'll see that in um, skin turnover. You'll see that in, uh, you know, accelerated aging, really to a degree um, from excess stress. Um, it impacts our sleep. Uh, and we, so we know, you know, when we're stressed, we don't sleep well. And sleep is as important to our health. Researchers are now saying as what we eat. So uh, it has a dramatic in impact on that. Um, and so it's, it, and then there's a really long-term effect, particularly on hormones, particularly for, um, for both men and women. So stress will decrease testosterone for men. So, you know, that's not good for men. We want to hold on to our testosterone, particularly as we age, because that's your know, muscle mass. Um, vitality, uh, obviously libido associated with testosterone for men. And, to, and for women, what tends to happen with stress is the stress will, will steal the metabolic reserve for, for progesterone. So progesterone is a, is a very, very important um, hormone for, for feeling relaxed, for feeling calm, for, and for balancing off the menstrual cycle. So it's a hormone that's predominantly in the, the second 14 days of the, the second half of the menstrual cycle uh, and so it's very very important for maintaining hormonal balance and so when when people have too much stress then it starts disrupting the hormone system as well um, and so it really um, you know stress has the, the ability to kind of impact every system within your body uh, and therefore yeah but most commonly we see hormonal problems from stress and we also then see um, a lot of gut problems from it as well. Well, let's talk about this gut health because this is what's been sort of uh, a revelation to me. Um, and I recognize that we don't generally understand that we are what we eat, like literally. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I kind of always know in this saying we are what we eat, but if we're um, building our body out of the food that we eat, there's this lack of understanding that what we put in through our mouth and into our gut is actually then going to affect everything in our body. How did we how did we miss this kind of vital message? But more importantly, let's talk about gut health because it seems to me that it's kind of really central to everything. Is that true? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, how I guess how we miss this message to answer that question first is, you know, in the modern world, food is just so abundant, calories is just so abundant. And, and we have so much choice, but unfortunately we're hardwired to kind of hunt and destroy sugar, fat and salt um, because they really stoke me and they make us feel good and they serve very basic fundamentals within our bodies. But these foods are so abundant, uh, you know, that food manufacturers know this and we don't actually, we, you know, so we're not actually eating real foods anymore. We can just go and eat, you know, packaged foods that have sugar, salt and fat in them. Uh, and kind of activate these mechanisms. So we've unfortunately through modern food conveniences, we've, we've, we've moved away from the traditional foods that we've eaten that maintained our health. And, and, um, and I guess that's like given people like me a job. It's it, it, a, a funny, a, a friend of mine many years ago, when, it, when I told him what I did, you know, teach people how to eat to be healthy. He was like, how's that the job? 
uh, like that's incredible um, <laughs> and, and it, it is incredible like, really <laughs> yeah yeah when you think about it it's like you know surely we should know this but I didn't know it I mean I, I didn't know it as a golf as an elite golfer and most of us don't know it in the modern world so yeah we're, we're kind of looping back around and getting this learning process now and it's an exciting time for anyone on that journey like yourself uh, and so with gut health gut health is just absolutely critical to our health for a num number of reasons. The first reason is where we break down the, the food into the nutrients where we can then use them to rebuild ourselves. And secondly, it's the home of our immune system. So um, up to 80% of our immune system is located in our digestive system. And the reason being for that is the easiest way to get an invader into your body is to eat it. And so our body's looking at all the foods we're eating, particularly the proteins and going, is that, is that food, uh, is that protein food or is that protein a virus or a bacteria? And so for many of us in the modern world, for a lot of different reasons, we're eating common everyday foods like yourself, Louisa, that, that our bodies, for whatever reason, is thinking is an invader, is an attack, and attacking it. And then we start getting inflammation, increased inflammation. And I mean, that could, you know, that could present as gut issues, you know, usually presents as gut issues, maybe acid reflux, indigestion, heartburn, just bloating, diarrhea, constipation, and, and certainly, you know, can be end up with diagnosis of IBS or Crohn's or ulcerative colitis, so these more serious bowel diseases. Um, and, so, and so really, at the end of the day, that inflammation, though, then starts affecting our whole body. Um, and, and so inflammation, you know, one way of saying kind of it's more aches and pains. Obviously, a lot of skin issues are inflammatory by nature. And so it really starts affecting the well-being of the whole being. Uh, and, and so you're getting, being aware that, that, gut health is driving these things is is you know uh, really important for people yeah that that's that's uh super interesting and i think you know we've been trained to or we just naturally go to oh i have a skin issue i'll uh, i'll get some cream to put on top to fix the skin but or whatever the issue may be um i'll have a panadol <laughs> and yeah. fix the pain uh but in actual fact we're not, it seems to me, we're not looking for the cause long enough and deep enough to get to the real root of what's happening, yeah. uh, which just maybe, you know, too much McDonald's and packet of food for dinner, actually. Yeah, yeah, and it can be very basic, you know, like with headaches, as you said that, I was like, you know, it can be a hormonally mediated headache, um, which then, you know, it's, it's all of these things within our bodies are really signs signs that there's something that our body needs and mm -hmm. so uh, and so you know perhaps it needs to balance its hormones or perhaps we just need to drink more water if we have a headache and and, and so it's 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 kind of like having a curiosity around your body ideally where you kind of go well what do you what do you really what are you, what are you really telling me you need here it's probably not telling me that i need a panadol it may be telling me that i need you know a good night's sleep <laughs> you know and, and so it's I, I, I like to bring that kind of curiosity to 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 your body because it is a journey there's no um you know there's no you can have periods of health you know but but it's a journey it's constantly changing so you have to, and especially as we age it becomes um increasingly interesting and challenging sometimes um and so yeah it's, it's kind of looking at these looking at these things and kind of looking at and going well what 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 might I do? What might my body be trying to tell me? Yeah, I like that. Uh, actually being curious to listening or tuning in to what your body's saying rather than just looking for the solution and carrying on. Yeah. So 
let's talk about that a little bit. What are some, give us a couple of sort of simple signs that we should be tuning into because even just recognizing those uh, is probably a good first step. And then yeah. given that we have busy lives juggling all of the things, what are a couple of simple things that we can do uh, to get started, I guess? Sure. On this journey, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I guess, you know, one of the first things I would, I would talk about you know, when you start listening to your body is, is yeah, it's just being aware that whatever it's telling you, it's telling you for a reason. And the thing about it is, is if we ignore that reason, um, often the condition will get worse. And, and, you know, and then you end up at the doctor and then you end up at the specialist and then you end up with a diagnosis and then you end up in a place where it's actually very difficult to to undo that so with gut health for example you know if if you just you know ibs irritable bowel syndrome may be a little bit you know like may alternate between constipation and diarrhea and it's not really an inconvenience to your life you kind of know that it's not not how it should be but it's not really a, not really an inconvenience but you know if you leave that a lot you know if you ignore that for five or ten years that can then slide into um a more a more serious um a more serious sort of health issue like like ulcerative colitis and so you know so trying to listen to your body so one of the, one of the big things and you mentioned that you're gluten you know gluten free and um, your body was responding so that's very very common we find that that's probably you know the number one food so you know listeners don't know gluten is a protein that's found in wheat barley and rye um and according to the research it's it's actually been shown to be inflammatory for everybody um, and so, and there's a lot of reasons why, and I won't get into the technicalities of why, you know, like the bread's not like the bread your grandmother was eating. So, you know, in such some significant changes in, in our, in our farming and food supplies. And so, but, but, you know, a lot of people may eat a muffin and they get reflux or they get indigestion. And so, you know, and they, they may not ever associate the reflux to the muffin. They just think, oh, I've got reflux again. That, that's unlucky. Uh, and, and don't actually think about what you've eaten to give you to give you that thing. And so what I what I invite people to do is any anything that's going on, start looking at what did you eat. Even if you like you got brain fog and you can't remember words, think, well, what did I have for lunch? And then you may realize, oh, you know what, I haven't had any lunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Because honestly, you've just been so busy, you've just been working through the day. You know, you just like bumper to bumper, bumper to bumper, and it's three o'clock, and you, you know you're talking to somebody and you can't remember your words, and so like, well, what did I have? And it might might be that you haven't had lunch, or it might be that you know you just just were able just to grab some super simple carbohydrates because that's all you had time to do, and 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 that's the, that's your impact, and or you know you start feeling tired. Um, you know, what's your body telling you? Is your body telling you that you needed more sleep? Is your body telling you that what you just ate wasn't the right foods for you? Because if we eat the wrong foods. Food should give us energy, but if we eat the wrong foods for us, we can it can often make us tired. Um, you know, a, a classic is the white bread wipeout. Um, I mean, I, I like, you know, I, I was gonna say I like, yeah, yeah, well, with the white bread wipeout, what happens is your blood sugar levels go up really quickly and then they crash. So sort of 30, 45 minutes after eating, you know, you, you're tired. Um, and so, yeah, it, it's about trying to stabilize those blood sugar levels. So some of the things that people can do is, you know, obviously just the, the more that you can just bring awareness to it, that's really helped. Don't beat yourself up for it. There's, you know, like there's, there's enough 
<laughs> there's enough things in the world to beat yourself up for. Don't beat yourself up around food and diet if you can. I spent many years doing that, and, and these days I try not to. Um, and so, but just just have awareness and look at why you're eating it, or why you're eating those foods. And, and um, you know, food is does have such a huge emotional component in our lives, and it does, you know, uh, for many, it, it releases neurotransmitters that make us feel good. And so we do, you know, we do eat to feel good as well. And, and that's fine too. If you're eating it to make yourself feel good, I eat stuff to make myself feel good. Um, it, just be aware of that and go, oh, I'm eating because that makes me feel good. Great. Um, but, you know, then you've got to balance that with what else you want in your life. Because <laughs> um, if you're yeah. just eating to feel good the whole time, you, you know, you may not you know, fit in your favorite clothes anymore. So, you know, there's, there's, a, balance, <laughs> there's a balancing act there. Um, and so, you know, I think for people, if I was to give them some, some tips or some strategies would be to start being aware of what they're eating, how they're feeling. And then, you know, I think most people would, would probably do well with some structure to their eating, um, especially, you know, busy salon owners, beauty therapists, where you, you know, you're just giving the whole time. It's really important to take some time for you. Uh, and I think, you know, I would probably start by actually booking, booking a lunch spot and and actually and sticking to lunch it. and having a non-negotiable lunch break um and, and you know in that lunch break what i'd be looking for people to do would obviously you know have some whole foods eat some whole foods maybe a salad would be amazing you know with some high quality protein um but even you know take 10 minutes take 10 minutes initially to wind down before you eat so like don't come straight off the salad floor and shuffle it in and go because if you're stressed it's shutting down the nerve innovation that controls your digestive system and so you, you're not going to break down that food very well okay and you're going to have problems with with that food it may dr even drive gut issues okay so it's like having 10 minutes to come back get it get away your own quiet space maybe just do some breathing for 10 minutes five ten minutes just sit and be just relax relax that is and then, that is yeah. super hard to do then but i can say it's super powerful um breathing probably is again like the gut uh health topic is a little bit unknown mm. but it's such an instant you know like if anybody uh wants to kick their drug habit start breathing instead <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> right like just take 10 minutes and do some deep breathing and, and really be present in that uh super powerful sounds very weird but um do some research. It's very interesting. Yeah, no, it is absolutely um, incredible. Yeah, a little bit underrated. Yet here is something this that we can do right here. We don't need anything. We don't need to go anywhere. No one needs to know we're doing it. Even it's yeah. a, a little bit of a secret there. Okay, I like that. Um, take some time out for yourself. Non-negotiable. Do some breathing and be still and quiet first eat whole foods. I just want to talk about whole food because the word is a little bit, well, what's a whole food? This is how I think about it, Ben. Can you tell me maybe if there's more to it? If it came out of the ground and it's uh, and you had to sort of cut it up, it's probably a whole food. If it came yeah. out of a packet, it's not a whole food. <laughs> Invariably, that's correct. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah that's perfect. And, and, and it, it is literally that simple, but it is it is actually very difficult to do in the modern world it's actually um, very hard yeah it, it really is and, and you know it's just about finding 
uh, I'm a big fan of like cooking, cooking once and eating three or four times. And so uh, I was giving some fr you know, friend who struggles to eat well, some recommendations and, and the other day, and I said, listen, you will just cook, you know, cook big batches and then freeze it, freeze it down. And then you've got some lunches that you can take with you to work. Um, and so you're cooking once, eating, eating three or four times, just find some stable, you know, whole foods that you enjoy, you know, whether it's a salad, um, you know, whether it's a, you know, a local cafe where they do really good salads or something, something that you really enjoy that, you know, you can eat, eat fairly regularly. Um, and, and then I would, you know, get outside and get some sunlight. So, um, you know, 10 minute, 10 minute walk around the block after you've eaten your, after you've eaten your lunch. Um, just to get around outside, get some sunlight, sunlight into your eyes. It's really important for, for stimulating our natural cortisol release, which is our daytime hormone for energy production. So, you know, we're not, we're not necessarily having to rely on sort of synthetics like caffeine as much. Um, and, you know, and, you know, for most people, if they were able to do that in the, in the middle of their day, you know, that's going to set up their afternoons, you know, much more powerfully. Yeah, I think that's the key, actually, is recognising it not as uh, taking away from the rest of your day or the list or, or you know, it's not, a, it's not an annoying something that draws away from what you're trying to achieve, but actually is going to add to. This is actually going to yeah. propel the second half of the day um, and be more productive and have better output. So it's actually an investment in the second half of your day. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, a, you know, the, the old proverb about, you know, sharpening the axe before you chop trees. I mean, that's, that's what, that's what you're doing. If you just try and chop trees all day, you know, by the end of the day, that's going to be blunt and that's going to be you. Um, you're not going to, you're not going to be, not going to be, you know, useful for much. Whereas if you can take, exactly. take, a, take a break, um, you know, refocus and, that, and often during that time, you, it's incredible how, when you create space in your day, you'll get insights into perhaps problems or challenges that you're experiencing in the day and, and natural mm -hmm. solutions present themselves. Whereas when you're, when you're constantly up against, up against it the whole time, um, there's not a, lot of, not a lot of space for inspiration to come. I agree. I always say if your best ideas are coming when you're in the shower or three in the morning, you're not creating enough white space in your life. Nice. Uh, so we need to be a bit more intentional. Get out of the shower. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It has a different purpose. This is not where you do business. Um, go for a walk at lunchtime. I love it. Um, yeah. Ben, you're a business owner. Uh, mm -hmm. You have a big and growing team. So what is a quote or a mantra or something that keeps you moving forward or sane uh, in business? What, what can you share with us? Yeah, right. Um, from a business perspective, um, I, I think be kind to yourself. And and then be be and be and be kind to your team. Um, I think I think that's that's kind of that served me pretty well over the last few years. Yeah, because I think um, everyone's just trying to do their best. Um, I'm going to add a second one too. Sorry, this is more to do with Please. staff. To do with staff is is you know is really help help people find their unique abilities and then um, and and then leverage their unique abilities because you know we've all got. You know, unique abilities, um, and like I'm, I'm terrible admin. Uh, you just, I'm, I'm the worst admin person ever. My, my, and so, but, but, so I, I have other, you know, other people do admin, and they love that, and and they're superb at it. And and so it's about finding unique abilities when you start having a team, 
and then and that's why it's a team it's like right somebody do certain things and 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 so um yeah so leveraging that i love that i think that's that's super smart when people can work in their own uh zone of genius if you will then everybody's happy yeah, yeah, and that's sure. where we, we love that and time flies and that's, yeah, that's, you know, usually that's what we enjoy doing too. Uh, and so it, it, it's, it, it seems to work. For sure. I love that. Thank you. Um, all right. What is something that you can help us with? Do you have something that we that you can share to help us start thinking about our health, our gut health, um, being present, yeah. stepping away from stress? Uh, what can you share with us, Ben? Yeah, absolutely. We've got a, a gut health resource guide to really help people um, with their gut health. And so I'd love, love to share that. So what we'll do, we'll, uh, we'll get, get you a link up so that we can get that to your listeners. Eh? Amazing. I'll make sure that that is on the show notes of this episode so you can find it, get your hands on it, uh, make some time in your calendar to look at it, read it and get amongst it. It's going to, uh, you just have to trust that it's going to make the changes that you need so you can make the changes you need in your side of your business. It must start with you. Ben, thank you. I've loved our chat. Uh, we could talk for hours about Likewise. this. This is a deep, dark hole of information. I think we've only just touched the surface, but it's been super useful. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on and all the best to you and, and everyone listening. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much, Ben, for coming and joining me on this episode. I absolutely love the way that you offered a simple yet effective ways that we can all be just a little bit healthier and look after ourselves just that little bit more. The Be Pure vitamins have truly been a game changer for me personally, which is why I invited Ben to join us in this episode, as I knew so many of you listening would benefit from this topic uh, and just thinking a little bit differently. So I would love to know what stood out to you most in this episode. So come and join me in the Profitable and Successful Salon Owners Facebook group. The link to join is the show notes in the show notes of this episode. And I look forward to chatting to you there. Ciao for now. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.